I'm so glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you learning ways to save more and spend less, and don't let anyone ever rip you off. Clark.com is our main website, and ClarkDeals.com is our deal site, where we post bargains for you around the clock. We also have uh, the Clark Deals newsletter that is available to you each day. It's free, and we hit your email in basket with the best deals of the day. So something that's not been, oh, I should say, coming up later is Clark Stinks, where you may feel that, well, I didn't give you the best advice, best information, or I was just wrong on something. So we have a place on Clark.com, it's Clark.com slash Clark Stinks, where you can post where you feel I didn't do the job right. And then once a week coming up just later, you get to hear some of the best posts, according to producer Krista, from this week's Clark Stinks. So something that really has stunk for a long time is that roughly half of us have no access to a retirement plan at work. And it's not because the employer we work for is cruel or mean or whatever. They'd love, in most cases, to offer a 401k plan. The reality is most small employers don't know how to do it, that it is a difficult thing to understand and they don't know where to go. And a lot of times they'll go to a place like an insurance company or a bank and face extremely high costs for doing a 401k plan. Those costs borne heavily by the employees makes the 401k essentially a ripoff with all the fees that are involved. So a lot of small employers just give up. They don't do anything about offering one because they just don't know how to do it in a way that wouldn't hurt everybody. So now there's a brand new federal rule that just went into effect that allows small employers to get together and have basically a group 401k where with group buying power, you have lower costs. These will normally be done through like a local community uh, chamber of commerce or for a particular industry where an industry will offer one to its members where they can then, in turn, offer a 401k to their employees. As best I can tell, we're probably about a year away from this being something that is a common occurrence where small businesses will have the ability to offer a 401k that will not be at ultra-high cost. But you probably don't have to wait There are already companies that I've got listed on Clark.com that are offering affordable 401k plans for small businesses. And this is something that is so great because we've needed to have the access to this. And for people to be doing it now is great. I talked before about Betterment that has a 401k for business 
at a reasonable cost. And you can read about the Betterment 401k if you go to betterment.com and look for their 401k for business. And that is an alternative if you want to offer one. But for most employees, know that if you work for a small company that even offers a 401k, the expenses are likely so high that you'd be better off not contributing to that employer 401k except up to whatever match an employer offers. And then all the rest of the investing you do for your future should be in your own Roth IRA with one of the low-cost companies on my investment guide. KC is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, KC. Hey, Clark. Thanks for taking my call today. I look forward to listening to your podcast every day on the way home. Well, thank you very much. Do you have any suggestions as a regular podcast listener? Something you uh, wish I'd you know, do differently, or you know what? Not not off the top of my head. I I enjoy listening to it uh, either on the way home or at the gym. So, thank you. Certainly. Hey, so question today was uh, from listening to your podcast. Got the idea that I I should be able to get rid of the PMI on my home, and I had to contact my mortgage provider to do that. Not because I have uh, paid down twenty percent equity since I the life of the loan. Uh, I've only owned my house for about three years now, um, but because the value of it has increased, uh, what I feel is enough. So. I I contacted my mortgage provider and they gave me two options. They said that they could either do a BPO valuation, which is through an agent, and that would cost me $150, or an actual appraisal for $325. What in the world is a BPO? Did they tell you what those letters stood for? You know what? It does not. It just says a BPO valuation is based on what an agent feels appropriate. Here it is. Broker price opinions or on-site valuations performed by real estate brokers. Um, So my bias would be towards having a professional appraiser do it, spend the extra money. Okay. And have a professional appraiser do it where... They gave you a list or made available to you a list of appraisers who they would recognize? They, they just said it was through them. So okay. I, w- I would have to write uh, my mortgage company the, the $325 check, and then they will, they will run that appraisal. I would do that. Because, okay. I mean, the, the idea of a real estate broker doing so, you know, appraisers go to school specifically to learn how to do it. It's what they do every day. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd be most comfortable with. Okay. I know I only need about probably, that gives me my current value of my house. I pro- probably only need about $5,000 more on what they give. And I know I had two houses sell recently uh, on my street that were much smaller, much in, uh, what I'd con- consider inferior um, that sold for more than that valuation I need. So. That's why I didn't know if a local real estate agent would be worth it. Well, hopefully the appraiser is somebody local and they're not using one of those electronic models. But I'm, I'm more comfortable with having the appraiser. All right. Perfect. I appreciate the advice. And, you know, a lot of times you may appraise out just short of what you'd need. Do you mm-hmm. have access to any funds you could... Uh, pay down the balance just enough to hit the ratio. Uh, with the appraisal, I, I'm sure I'm sure we could. So, 
Yeah, so that would be the alternative if you come up just a little short because getting rid of private mortgage insurance is a great thing to do. You don't want to be paying it. And keep working out at the gym. Shelby's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Shelby. Hi, Clark. How are you? Great. Thank you, Shelby. You have a house-related question. Yes. Um, Me and my husband are looking to buy our first home. Um, We've been renting a house in New York for a few years. Um, But the thing is that we live very close to the Pennsylvania border. Um, And everything that we've been seeing in Pennsylvania is uh, for the same for in our price range. The houses are like twice the size, twice the amount of property than we're seeing here in New York. So we were just wondering um, if there's any financial risks to owning a home in one state while we're still working in, in another state. Only if there's a tax angle on it. Do you use an accountant to do your taxes for you each year? No. I would recommend in this case, uh, you know, normally I refer to the tri-state area, but you're bringing a fourth state (laughs) into the mix (laughs) in addition to New Jersey and Connecticut. So uh, anytime you own real estate in one state and commute to another for work, before you would buy that home that would that would create this condition, it's really good to take probably only 30 minutes of clock time is all you'd need with mm-hmm. a CPA who does tax to go okay. over with you the implications of owning a property, owning your home in Pennsylvania, and commuting into New York to work. Will you be working in New York City or outside No, of not in the city. Just about like 30, 40 minutes from the border. Okay. The reason that's important is, you know, the commuter tax in New York City. But right. if you're working outside of the city, then that's not a factor. So okay. do you have any idea how you'd find a CPA who does tax in your area? Um, no, just through a family or friend. That's perfect. Okay. That's perhaps the best way to do so. Okay. Or anybody awesome. you know who owns their own small business. Right. It's a family or a friend. They will certainly have somebody who does their tax work for them, and they would be able to tell you if there's any particular pitfall to you being a homeowner in Pennsylvania working in New York. Okay, perfect. Thank you. And how long a commute are you going to have? Um, about 40 minutes. Well, gosh, that's not bad at all. <laughs> no, nope. A lot of people would be happy to have a commute that's only 40 minutes. Bill is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Bill. How you doing, Clark? Great, thank you, Bill. You got a checking account question for me, is that right? Yes, I've come across a new banking system. It's just an online uh, thing called Chime. Have you heard of it? Yes, yes, I've actually talked about Chime before. Um, I couldn't find it on your website, so I thought I'd... Well, you know, not everything we talk about on the show in turn goes on the website. But what Chime offers as an advantage is it's designed for people who don't want to get feed to death on a checking account. Yes, and uh, even the regular banks are are going overboard sometimes with stacking uh, things so that if you do overdraft your account, uh, they're stacking it the largest to the smallest rather than as it came into the account, which would be fair actually they do the opposite Um, they stack smallest to largest no they you know you said it right you said it right they do largest to smallest so they can generate as many overdraft fees as possible 
Exactly. Yeah, so and rather than if that last one came in and was overdrafting you, you should have one fee in right, theory. Right. But if they do it in, in that order, they create multiple fees. That's right. And, uh, so and this one said, no this junk one fees. If you, no junk if fees. You don't, yeah. Exactly. So if you don't, um, so if you, you do risk overdrafting, they will just decline the transaction. Which is what you want. You want them not to give you permission to get yourself into trouble. (laughs) Exactly. I just wanted to make sure that there was no caveats for something like Chime. So Chime is is not for people who are sitting around with lots of money. Because uh, Chime doesn't pay great rates of interest or anything like that. But what they do is they get rid of all the gotchas that normal banking has. They don't they don't every day get up in the morning to try to figure out how to stab somebody's wallet. And so that's what I like about them, and that's why I recommend that this is a great product for people who want to avoid junk fees from their bank because they help you. They specifically work with you to avoid junk fees rather than working to try to rip you off with them. Exactly. Now, how do they make money without any fees at all? Well, remember, they have access to your funds at basically no interest. So you're lending money to your bank. Gotcha. With any bank. And the difference is because they don't have branches and all that, their overhead's much lower. So they don't have as much incentive to come up with every ripoff and junk fee and hidden fee and gotcha fee and, oh, you breathe today fee like regular banks do. Meredith is with us here on the Clark Howard Show. And Meredith, you want to head to Ireland? Yes, that's the plan, Clark. I love Ireland. Yeah, I understand it's beautiful. Uh, My uh, wife is uh, 100%. Her mother emigrated at the age of 16 to London, where she was a nanny for a few years, and then to the States. Wow. And so we want to want to get her back there. She's been back a few times. It's been a while, and she's thinking she's too uh, too elderly to get there. But uh, we, uh, I think, one of the reasons she wants to go is that her son-in-law would be happy to to help and uh, and drag some suitcases. So uh, <laughs> yes, I'm not much of a traveler like you, but uh, we're willing to give it a shot. Well, Ireland is a pretty wonderful user-friendly place to visit except for driving in Ireland, which is tough. Okay. Because you're driving on the other side of the road, not going to call it the wrong side of the road, and (laughs) when you get outside of the populated centers like Dublin, the roads are very narrow, and so you have to be prepared for that. How can I help with this? Well, we just this past weekend, as I say, I can acquiesce and uh, agreed uh, to uh, be a participant with my wife. And uh, we're not quite sure when we want to go. So when it comes to kind of uh, consumer things, we we turn to uh, our Clarkopedia, and that's you. So All right. The month I go, let me tell you, if you can go in April, go in April. April, okay. Reason is the crowds aren't there yet. The airfares from the United States in April um, from the eastern half of the country routinely are in the 400s round trip. Okay. And so you can go at a really good fare. 
the places you're going to stay are going to be offering low season rates in April. Okay. And the weather in Ireland is uh, pretty mediocre all the time, but it's why <laughs> it's so beautiful there. A lot of, a lot of rainfall, a lot of wind, but it's a gorgeous destination. The Irish people are fantastic. And we have family there, and mom will stay with them, and we'll probably do some B&Bs or hotels, whatever, and, and do a little traveling. Spend a lot of time on TripAdvisor to, okay. to plan your trip through Ireland, and get on google.com slash flights, okay. and start Google, looking okay. at different months for flights to Dublin or Shannon, and see what the best deal is you can find, and just grab it and go. Great to have you here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's all about you and that wallet of yours. I want you to learn ideas from me so you can keep more of what you make. That's what we're about, is helping you, empowering you, so that you have more control of your financial future. And so that requires that the guidance, the advice, the information I give you be true and perfect and accurate. But there are times that you feel, I'm inaccurate and... I'm not giving you the right guidance. And that's why we have Clark.com slash Clark Stinks. You can go and post where you feel I gave an incomplete answer, a wrong answer, or you feel I'm just not together. And others can comment on what you posted. They can agree. They can disagree. And then weekly, producer Krista goes through your posts and shares her absolute favorites with you on the air. I should have never encouraged you to speak. You must think I'm pretty stupid. You should be ashamed of yourself. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're right, pal. All right, today's going to be a fun one. I've got uh, my favorite one I've received in a long time at the end. Ooh, ooh, that's quite an interesting tease. We'll start with this. In regard to employee versus independent contractor status, the biggest issue for an employer in California is going to be workers' compensation insurance. In fact, that is the biggest reason a lot of these Uber drivers and or Lyft drivers would probably want to be an employee is to be covered for workers' comp while they're working. David. David, thank you for that. You know, there are lots of angles involved. When somebody's an employer versus an independent contractor, you have another another one about topic. this. Okay, Clark, I may have missed you making this point earlier in your broadcast when you were talking about the employees being converted to contractors and not getting the benefits of an employee. My point is that contractors typically get much higher wages than an employee, but the contractor has to manage his contract an hourly rate so that he or she can cover the other benefit expenses. Typically, contractors like being in this position because of the freedom that comes along with picking and choosing what and who they work for. I'm speaking from an electronics engineering perspective, and that may not be the case for other industries. Thanks for your broadcast. I really enjoy your show, Stan. Stan, thank you. And this is an area that is very difficult to figure out the right answer. And there are any of a number of cases we know where employers have laid people off as employees, hired them right back as contractors so that they lose all normal rights of an employee, even though they work right next to the people they were employees with the week before. And so this is this is a tough one that it's going to take us a while to muddle through to the right answer. 
how we handle employees versus independent contractors. Two years ago, I gave you the idea that was written by a college professor having a new category called dependent contractor, which was kind of a blend of an employee and an independent contractor that gave people more independence and some benefits. Clark, you stink like burned rubber. You recently told a caller to never buy tires from a car dealership. I was recently in the market for tires and priced online tire retailers and local tire stores and warehouse clubs. I happened to be having my truck serviced and noticed the dealership was advertising a buy three tires and get one free sale. I saved $85 compared to the lowest quote from all the other retailers. The service manager said they lose money on the tires just to get people in the dealership. Clark, you should know to always check every option when pricing any product. Thanks for all you do, Terry. Terry, thank you for that feedback because that is fantastic that you were able to get the best deal on tires at a car dealership. I would say, though, that your circumstance was unusual. Clark, a caller called to complain that she had 400,000 airline miles and still had to pay a $350 fee for a flight to London. What? I have used miles multiple times on the three so-called full fare airlines. This summer, I spent 180,000 miles for seven round-trip fares domestic for me and my family on one that starts with a U. No additional fees. (laughs) Book in advance. Look at the alternative airports in the area and be flexible and use the miles when it makes sense. Save them for later if not. The airlines you love to hate have given me many happy memories. Love you, man. Dave. Dave, thank you. I don't hate United, American, and Delta. I'm just telling you they do things Uh, in a certain way that isn't best for people that are into the lowest price generally. But the thing about what's happening with frequent flyer is that for many international routes, you now have to pay a variety of junk fees when you redeem your free miles. And the junk fees can be in the hundreds of dollars and for front of the plane beyond $1,000. So it's not truly a free ticket in those cases. Clark says arbitration always favors the employer. This is not true when there are strong unions involved. Many government employees are well represented during arbitration cases, many times in a better position than management. Larry. Larry, thank you for that perspective. I honestly, I forget that there are people represented by unions because now it's uh, roughly 7% of the U.S. workforce is in unions, and I fail to remember that unions offer, in most cases, representation to their employees when they're in a dispute with an employer. Why not title the reverse Clark Rage segments as Clark Raves? Is marketing worried that might conjure up images of Clark crowd surfing and slam dancing? Byron. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody would ever mistake Clark Raves for me being at an all-night rave. I mean, Krista, how long have you known me? 20 what years? Uh, Like 23. But it feels like 230 years. Anyway, um, there was never a time that you would have imagined me at some kind of all-night rave, right? Nope. Nope. I have always (laughs) been um, uh, not into... Anything like that. 
I don't even know how to describe that. <laughs> a few weeks back, there was a Clark Stinks about In-N-Out Burger not living up to the hype. You were correct about this being one of the best burgers out there, but where you went wrong was not providing enough information as to how to order the burger. I don't believe that you expressed that one should order his or her double-double animal style. This is critical information that I fear you left out. Keep up the good work, and thank you for all you do, Daniel. Daniel, thank you. So, secret menu. If you use whatever search engine, Google, DuckDuckGo, uh, I guess Bing still exists, whatever, if you use the search engine and you do in and out Burger secret menu, you'll see all the different ways you can have your food prepared for you at in and out Burger. Uh, I order the three-by-three. Three. That's just my in and out Burger that I get, and people have their own special ways of getting in and out Burgers. A caller indicated that she made a deal with her niece that she would award her with $200 for every A she achieved. Her only stipulation was that the niece would only receive the money earned after she graduated from high school. You recommended that the aunt set up a college savings account and furthermore utilize it during her third year of college. This is known as a redeal, Clark. The child expected cash on her graduation day. I know you were trying to help, but I'm sure the student wouldn't be very happy with this redeal. In addition, receiving the payment, per se, so far in the future, probably diminishes the incentive quite a bit. Otherwise, keep up the good work, Don. Don, I would respectfully disagree with you that I'd say there's been so much talk about the student loan debt burden at $1.6 trillion in the United States that I think that high schoolers are really aware of that and a relative, in this case an aunt, helping them with every dollar that's put aside, meaning $1 less that has to be borrowed for a college degree, I think that actually would be very much appreciated by a teenager. Maybe, I, maybe I'm clueless and wrong, but I feel that way. You missed it when you spoke about Amazon. You mentioned that Amazon Web Services was the only portion of Amazon that was profitable. While Amazon may show a loss on paper, you don't build the world's, world's largest e-commerce marketplace, become America's second largest employer, and create the world's most valuable company in only 25 years without massive profits. Amazon may spend more than it makes, so for tax purposes, it's not profitable. But just because you don't owe any tax does not mean you did not make boatloads of cash. Also, there are over 1 million third-party sellers on Amazon, many small mom-and-pop businesses. I go out of my way when shopping to buy from them and not Amazon directly. These other sellers can be found by looking below the buy box, and if they are listed as Prime, come with the same services and guarantees as Amazon. Most people don't even look but often you can save a little by buying from a third party and you're supporting small business in America. Thanks, Clark. Andreas. Andreas, thank you for your post. I would encourage anyone who, like you who likes to buy from small businesses to look at the same items for sale because uh, many of the Amazon Marketplace sellers also sell on eBay, and usually on eBay the same listing is sold cheaper than it is on Amazon. You're not going to get the two-day shipping or one-day shipping or whatever it would be in your case with Prime. The shipping may take longer, but you'll usually get a lower price. Clark recently told a caller that Medicaid would cover long-term care for his father. While true, Clark should have also reminded the caller that if his father is over age 55, the father will have to repay the Medicaid program, 
which could include his, out of his estate after his passing. So the state could possibly get the house and a share of other assets instead of his heirs to pay back Medicaid. So while the overall advice was fairly good, that was a pretty stinky omission that could turn out to be costly. Todd. Todd, you are right that you have to do what's known as the Medicaid spend down, where basically any assets you have beyond, in most states, a couple of thousand dollars, ultimately is to go to the state instead of your heirs if the Medicaid program pays for long-term care for you in a facility. Usually people who end up in the Medicaid program for long-term care don't have a lot of assets that would be lost to heirs. I travel for business and stay in hotels almost every week, and I mostly use Priceline's express deals, as Clark recommends. However, I've noticed the taxes and fees have started to increase, and you don't see those until you've clicked through to the payment system. In the past, the fees have been $15 to $20, but the other day I was almost ready to purchase a four-star downtown hotel in a major city for $114 when I happened to notice the taxes and fees were $45, making the total cost $159. So I went directly to a hotel chain website and found a highly rated hotel for $101 with $16 taxes and fees, making it $117. Clark often advises us to watch out for hidden resort fees at hotels, and it's probably time to warn us about Priceline's excessive fees as well. That's great advice, and the ultimate answer in what you said is before you purchase, you do look at the total you'll pay, and there are times that I will go book with a hotel direct or book with another third-party booking service because the junk fees that Priceline adds on make what looks like a deal, no deal at all. Okay, and the final post, this is a first for Clark Stinks. Here it goes. He's really annoying. Whenever I'm in the car with him, he's on the phone. Also, Apple is better than Huawei. Grant. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Your son wrote in. My own son? (laughs) He did. (laughs) Posted. Wait, read that one more time, please. What did Grant say about me? He's really annoying. Whenever I'm in the car with him, he's on the phone. Also, Apple is better than Huawei. Well, first of all, my son hates Huawei. Second, he's made it clear that when the time we have together is time that I'm on a phone, I'm taking away from time that the two of us can really share with each other. Grant, I'm taking that to heart. And I will stay off the phone when I'm in the car with you. Thank you for that. So I want to hear from you. Wow, that was really a <laughs> slam, Chris. Anyway, I want to hear from you. Go to Clark.com slash Clark Stinks and let me know. And Grant, go ahead and post something else next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. 
Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hal is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Hal. How you doing? Good, sir. And yourself? Great. Thank you, Hal. You have a IRA question for me also, don't you? I do. I am uh, toying with the idea because of our supposedly upcoming recession and the Brexit thing, you know. A little worried. I remembered uh, what happened to me in 08 with my IRA and 401k. Lost a lot of money. I'm looking at um, private equity funds, probably mainly to do with real estate. Hmm. So instead of continuing what you're doing in an in your IRA with traditional investments, you're thinking you want to invest in real estate through your IRA? Is that what you're thinking? Or you just won't contribute to your IRA and you'd contribute to uh, one of these private placement real estate things? Yes, more than likely stop contributing to uh, uh, IRA and possibly take about half of that off the table, sell it and go into private equity funds, but I don't know if that uh, may or may not be foolish. Well, first of all, i got to start with how old you are and how far you anticipate you are from retirement. 60, and I'm probably going to go about, oh, 7, 10 more years. Okay. So your window's shorter. You know, if you were 40, we'd be having a different conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would make a major pivot because if you're 60, the odds really favor that you're going to live uh, maybe another uh, 25, 30 years. Well, we'll hope. So I mean, that's just actuarial stuff. So think back 25 years prior. You know, 35 seems like forever ago, doesn't it? Yes, it does. So if you think about how far in front of you 25 years would be, you don't want to um, make too radical moves because of the possibility, not even probability, we're going to have a recession. And so I wouldn't, I wouldn't go into freak-out mode. It may mean that you go a little more conservative with what you do with your Roth IRA. And what I would say, if you're really nervous about the market, you heard me earlier talk about um, the target retirement funds. Yes, I have some of those. So what you could do is you put your IRA all in target retirement fund 2020. So it's as if you are retiring now, not retiring 7 to 10 years from now, which would make your overall mix much more conservative. Okay. And and is what I do as an alternative, instead of going into one of the private placement real estate things, which have very high fees and they're hard to get out of, Look at going into a REIT index fund, like the Vanguard REIT index fund. They would give you a way to diversify away from traditional stock investing if you're nervous about that. But know that if we do go into a serious recession, real estate takes on the chin as well as traditional investing in stocks. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. Thanks for joining us today. The Clark Howard Show is produced by Kim Drobes, Joel Larsgaard, Deborah Reese, and Jim Ayers. And remember, 24 hours a day, we're there to serve you at Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com.